The Ballet Theatre of Scranton is well known for staging eye-catching productions of ballet classics, such as Giselle, Coppelia, and their annual Christmas gift to the community, the Nutcracker. This spring, Ballet Theatre is offering something a bit different, a classic story with modern ballet choreography. Joanne Arduino, artistic director of the company, tells us more, and she begins by introducing us to the choreographer. His name is Giovanni Ravello, and he's originally from Colombia, and he was a performer for 13 years with the Ballet Trocadero of Monte Carlo, and um, he's a friend to Ballet Theatre, and he came this past summer. He has danced for us um, in the 60th anniversary as Romeo in Romeo and Juliet. And prior to that, in 2003, he performed also Romeo and Juliet. And when he came this summer, I was kicking around ideas about what ballet to choose for our spring production. And uh, I asked him if he'd be interested in choreographing because he is doing choreography now because he has retired from performing. And he said, did you ever consider Alice in Wonderland? And it's funny because immediately I said, that would be great. We have very young dancers now. Now, when I say young, they're like freshmen and sophomore in high school, but they're very talented. But in the past, I've had dancers who are older. And so I thought this was a perfect fit for them. It's fresh. It's um, very whimsical. Giovanni did a fabulous job of the choreography. It is his own original production. He picked all the music of Dvorak and um, went by the Lewis Carroll book. Um, it is visually stunning. He has a real eye for uh, setting scenes that are just so beautiful to look at. And uh, like the Pool of Tears, there's um, water, fabric water. And uh, he has dancers that are holding um, fish and they have fish on their heads and they swim through the water and the way the school of fish move together, it, it's lovely. He just has some very unique aspects of the ballet. And then, of course, you know our friend Dennis Size, who has been with Ballet Theatre for a long time, who's a Scrantonian and uh, is an Emmy Award-winning lighting designer. And he always comes back to, as he says, play, because he's in television and nothing saying bad about television, but he mm -hmm. loves doing live theatre because it just lets your creative juices flow. So he has incorporated, besides his lighting effects, he has incorporated some animation. So we'll have some film animation on screen as well on stage um, that has been done by Joey Zarcone and the people at Posture Interactive. So it's going to be really a multimedia kind of performance and it, it's very exciting. Well, there seems to be a lot of challenges to staging this as opposed to maybe something like um, Giselle or Don Quixote or whatever. You mentioned multimedia, you have to have screens, you have to have that all, the projectors have to be there. The, uh, the costumes have to be rather elaborate and very um, fantastical. The scenery, there's so many you know, opportunities for great visual effects, but also challenges there. So how are you How are you uh, dealing with that? I mean, you know, you can't take them out of the costume room and, and put them on. Correct. And also, you know, in Giselle, you rent the backdrops and um, or the set from another ballet company and the costumes are there. And 
um, a lot of those costumes in classical ballets can be interchangeable. So if you're doing a Giselle or you're doing uh, another ballet that has peasants or so, you can interchange those costumes. But as you said, these are much different. We could, did, I should say, pull some um, basic costumes and then elaborated upon them. The costumes are fun. And as you said, they're fantastical. Uh, so it was a, a joy to do those. Um, but there have been a lot of challenges in any new work you know, you're starting from square one, so it's everybody's vision collectively coming together. So, um, yes, have been in touch with um, a graphic designer, um, the lighting director, the um, animator, all of those things taking a lot more time than if you just did a ballet that was something that we had normally done um, that's in the books, Mm -hmm. so to speak. Um, So it has had its challenges. Um, as you're looking at me, I probably have big bags under my eyes because it's taken <laughs> a lot more time. You look fantastic. <laughs> I don't know. But um, it's taken a lot more time. And uh, But I think the end result will be excellent. You talk about the lighting designer and the costume designer and the scenic designer having to collaborate and you know that's an important aspect to get that uh, the effect the visual effect that you want and make sure that the color palettes are right and things of that sort so and everybody's uh, on the same page that's right yeah and how how, how has that been going? I mean you know you're you're dealing with people who are living at a distance from each other yes Thank goodness for social media, like emails. And I mean, when we didn't used to have those, there'd be conference calls that lasted forever. Um, But initially we got together when Giovanni came and set the ballet in January. And everybody, after they saw the choreography, had their own thoughts on it. And thankfully, and as most artists, they're all always open. Their minds are open to see what other people have to offer. And Giovanni was very excited when Dennis had some thoughts or I had some thoughts or Joey Zarcone had some thoughts. So everybody has worked really well together. Just organizing it has um, has has had its challenges, but everybody is so into the project that it's it's really working out well. So we know who the protagonist is, Alice, and unlike say, Romeo and Juliet or Swan Lake, you know, I mean, where who's the prince? I, where's the pas de deux? I mean. <laughs> well, that's interesting. Um, Alice, of course, is, is the lead dancer, but we have another beautiful dancer, and Giovanni said, I want her to be the sister. And he said the sister turns into the rabbit, and so the rabbit leads her through um, all these adventures. Um, but there's a pas de deux between the Cheshire Cat and Alice, and... Um, it's very contemporary, the choreography. It has its classical aspects, but it's contemporary. And the Mad Hatter, I love the tea party. Um, Giovanni has done choreography that uh, they slide teacups across the, across the table and catch the teacups from each other. And there's a lot of props that are, are used very uniquely. Oh, okay. That's 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 interesting. You don't really see that in classical ballet that Not much, at all. but uh, it reminds me of what you what we saw a lot of in the golden age of Hollywood when oh. Gene Kelly and Fred Astaire would be using props in Absolutely. a certain way uh, and incorporating that within the choreography. And um, I'm I'm sure that 
that was uh, something of a rather new experience for some of the dancers. Yes, it was. And also, because Giovanni comes from a background of ballet trocadero, there's a lot of humor in what he had performed. So there's a lot of comedy in the ballet as well. And, you know, people look at it and they say, oh, as Alice in Wonderland, it's, it's a children's ballet. But it really is not. It, it's a really a ballet that can be enjoyed for all ages. It's a sophisticated work. So tell us about your dancers. Tell us about Alice. Alice is a sophomore at Scranton Prep. Her name is Laura Durkin, and she's lovely. And she has grown up studying with us, but then studied at, she's going to Boston Ballet Summer School this year, and she studied at the Rock School for Dance Education in Philadelphia. So she's done other studies. Um, the rabbit, the white rabbit, is Elizabeth Schneider, who has come to us about four years ago. And uh, she also, she's studying at Philadelphia Ballet this summer and has studied other places as well. The Mad Hatter is Brennan Connor. Um, and both Brennan and um, Elizabeth are sophomores, I believe, at Abington Heights School District. And John Roman Vicino is a freshman at um, Abington Heights High School. And you're smiling because he's he's quite the performer. He's, um, and I mean, an actor and a singer right. and a dancer. He's, he's multi-talented. And um, we have our Queen of Hearts is a sophomore at the University of Scranton. And her name is Aubrey Gallagher, and um, she is uh, the split personality. You know, on one side she is uh, the evil queen, and then she is in love with herself and the audience. Mm -hmm. um, Giovanni has done a wonderful job of that part of it, between the king and the queen. Aubrey is a tall girl; she's probably five nine, and the king is Nicola Pugliese, who is maybe five five, and so he has really uh, brought that part of it into the comic realm, also. Um, it sounds that he breaks the fourth wall sometimes, where the, the, some of the, the uh, uh, performers, you know, address the, the audience. He absolutely does. Uh -huh. Yeah, because the Queen of Hearts definitely hams it up to the audience. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I think they're, although they might be a little, the characters on stage might be afraid of her, the audience I think is going to adore her. Some of that music, uh, Dvorak's music, is not easy for the dancers. It isn't straightforward as far as as um, patterns. And so they've really had to educate themselves and be used to the music and listening, listening to it mm -hmm. so that they can follow it. Um, because, as I said, it's not like a Tchaikovsky, Waltz of the Flowers, where you have the sixes straightforward and the, the timing is straightforward. This is not the same, so they've had to educate themselves in Dvorak's music. Mm -hmm. It's important for their education, not only their dance education, but for them to learn musically about the composer and about different kinds and forms of music.
Joanne Arduino, Artistic Director of Ballet Theatre of Scranton. Alice's Adventures in Wonderland, an original retelling through dance of Lewis Carroll's famous story, will be presented Friday, May 5th at 7 p.m. at the Theatre at North in Scranton. For tickets, go to tututix.com, T-U-T-U-T-I-X.com, tututix.com, T-U-T-U-T-I-X.com or by calling 1-855-222-2849, 855-222-2849. Again, online, tututix.com, T-U-T-U-T-I-X.com, or 1-855-222-2849. For Art Scene, I'm Larry Voitkev.